What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old unadulterated humor. Unadulterated yeah. humor. Well, I noticed yeah. some some verbrato when you were saying your intro just now. Yeah, verbrato. Post weekend, it, post vibrato? weekend, vibrato. Post but, weekend but I mean, high, yeah. yeah, post weekend. Aren't you supposed to be happy? You're supposed to be oh, glad yeah, it's yeah, Monday. Yeah. Aren't you glad, glad it's Monday? Monday? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I bet there's a bunch of people listening to this thinking, "What fuck are you all talking about? Glad yeah. it's Monday? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So you had a good weekend, huh? Uh yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was not bad, not bad. Worked on did a bit not of work, bad. but mostly spent time with the the kid. Went to the Singapore Zoo again. Uh, oh again, yeah. yeah. I remember you. You went <laughs> like a few weeks ago, right? And you went yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had to go again because it's a uh, school holidays week, right? So there was like some fifty percent discount or something. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were fishing for some sponsorship from the zoo for this podcast. No, no, no. But also, also research, uh, research, for something that we are, oh, research, we are yeah. doing. Yeah, we are doing. Yeah, we are doing. Yeah, that is very true. That, that is, is very true. true. Correct. No wonder you? you were sending those pictures to our WhatsApp group, lah. Yeah, of course, lah. Then what? Yeah, like, <laughs> nothing to do. I send your pictures of animals. No, so, yeah. because I thought I thought it was pictures you took from your last visit to the zoo that you know you were just doing a photo dump after like two weeks. You're like, oh shit, I forgot to send uh these guys the picture of the turtle. Let me just send it now. That's like, no, you're like boomer, you boomer zoo, WhatsApp. <laughs> That's like boomer WhatsApp etiquette. Uh. I think you're spending too much time in WhatsApp groups. Uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. My WhatsApp groups, my family WhatsApp groups. Yeah. Uh, my weekend, uh, okay. More wedding planning. Mm. That's like the the weekend activity De facto. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. De facto uh, weekend activity. Uh, mm. Yeah, so so chill. So la. Cool, chill, cool, chill. Cool. Did a bit of work as well. But yeah, ready to get started with with some news and hot topics, mm. man. But before that, yeah. there's always one thing we need to do, right? Mm. What's that? Yes. It is to kind of give a shout out to uh to our to ourselves in some way about the mm. fact that now we are uploading more on Instagram and TikTok. Uh we are trying our best to upload video excerpts from podcasts um that we record. Uh, just mm. so you can see our faces as we talk, uh, yeah. and yeah, just just if you could go, just you know, look for for Yalabad on Instagram and TikTok, and we'll be there. Yeah, and it's actually a lot yeah. of work to put up these excerpts. Uh, just uh, you know, I mean, we won't go into details, lah. But it's 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 more than just clicking record and 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 everything, lah. Yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully, everyone <laughs> it <really> appreciates <laughs> it. Yeah, hopefully, everyone appreciates yeah. it and and shows it some love, lah. You know. Shows it some love. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. All right, cool. So what is what is the first topic, Terrence? This one this one is gonna be yeah. dicey, man. We're gonna start gonna dicey. It's gonna start it's gonna light. Because be... it's Monday yeah. morning. We're gonna start light. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, just man. talk about little, little, little small topic called transgender athletes. And whether oh, they, they should be competing in uh you know, men's or women's divisions of, of 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 sports uh. but but it's, it, this this conversation is yeah. a dicey one like you said but uh the cool things that is is i mean the cool thing uh, is that you and i have a direct like a quite quite a mm. more direct connection with this than than uh we initially thought like right yeah yeah so correct. what what is this this piece of news that happened um it is the 
the recent NCAA swim championships, the swimming and diving championships that just completed this past weekend. And NCAA is like the highest tier of collegiate sports, like, like university games like in the US. Um, but a lot of universities. And there is one, uh, but a lot yeah, more yeah, a lot. It's not like Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> it's not like SMU Singapore or a handful of universities. universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the athletes who shine at the NCAA championships of any sport uh, often go on to represent the US in the Olympics and, and mm. stuff like that. Um, right. And it's a, it's a big fucking deal. La. It's like the Olympics mm. of universities. La, Not uh, just Olympics, so, but, but like basketball, a lot of uh, oh, NBA yeah, yeah. players, right, right. they're scouted from college. Uh, I think other sports as well, la, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct, correct. Uh, basically across the board, across the board, yeah. and there's NCAA Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, um, but the recent one ended uh, with a lot of chatter around one particular swimmer, and the direct mm-hmm. link that Terence mentioned is that that swimmer currently uh, is pursuing an undergraduate education at our alma mater. Yeah, the University right, of Pennsylvania. Mater. Yeah, man, University of Pennsylvania. So, so I mean. I guess I don't know how that would influence us covering this, but the fact that yeah, it felt a little closer than than other articles that I've read about transgender athletes, lah. Right. Uh, no, I think it's interesting to also mention because uh, I guess people also wonder like what, you know, what our education in the US was like. Whether it was like, did we go to a very liberal college? You know, where everyone has pink color hair, and you know, people sit around naked on on the on the streets and stuff like that. Or, or mm. did we go to more because you know our school was more of a it was known for very being very business school centric like the Wharton School, which has luminaries such as Donald Trump, uh, Joe Low, Ivanka Trump, as its alumni like, right? As some of the more yeah, infamous exactly. So yeah, uh, I, 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 where do you think University of Pennsylvania stands in terms of that spectrum? Uh, I would say quite. It felt quite a liberal. In that mm. sense, so so even when you say liberal, like like uh, that one, I myself right now, if you ask me, what is a liberal college? I know there are universities that are fully into the liberal arts, la, like engineering mm. and all that is not the focus. But then there's yeah. also the liberal, what political stance or liberal mm. perspective? How would you yeah. define it? Uh? uh, I mean, the like like some schools you can straight out say. They offer liberal arts curriculum like Yale and US, right? Where I think yeah. if you go back to our discussion with the Yale and US students before, uh, you get a sense that they are encouraged to basically come up with their own curriculum, like almost, you know, in terms of like being very, you're given a lot of autonomy, a lot of freedom to choose whatever you want to study, and you 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 make a degree out of it, lah. And uh, mm. a lot of times, that it's just generally referred to as a liberal arts education. Uh, where people are encouraged to dive deep into something they enjoy studying, so mm. I would say, I would say our school, uh, uh, Penn has a little bit of a little bit of both la, where where it's quite um, you know they they encourage uh, liber- the pursuit of the liberal arts, but at the yeah. same time a lot of the culture of the school also is driven by you know. Uh, Wall Street and um, finance people who graduated from the business school, so mm. yeah. Some, sometimes you you get a clash of like uh of cultures sometimes between the business school people and the the you know the more liberal arts uh, liberal education arts. people uh. So so that's why yeah, I think 
all the engineering no, people. Yeah, that's why I fucking. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You all got neglected because you're always basically that's studying why. all the time. Like, you're studying Basket. all the time. Sorry. But, 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 but I mean, but that's where <laughs> even the school itself is, uh, is quite telling as a very, it's a very Yalabadish kind of, of school, right? You know, where you, you get the extremes of both ends. Uh. One end is the, you know, finance, old school Wall Street. Yeah, okay, yeah. Correct, pen, correct. pen club of New York kind of uh, white collar people. And then on the other end, yeah. it's like the liberal arts education and all that. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then so, one of so, those schools are just doing jack all shit. The engineers yeah. are the ones solving the problems. Uh. Yeah. Like Elon correct, Musk. Correct, uh, correct. Elon Musk, you know, came from the school and, 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 and things like that. Uh. Oh, yeah, that's solving, true, that's doing, true. doing real world, solving real world problems. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's but, an interesting backdrop. Interesting backdrop for for someone like that, so divisive, to you know be be starting a a national debate about transgender uh, inclusion or exclusionism. I think. Yeah, and I didn't know this whole thing was going on until you shared the article with me. But basically, there is a UPenn swimmer uh, who goes uh, uh, Leah Thomas, mm. um, who is a biological male. Um, mm. competed as a male for the first few years of her university career. And yeah. then in her senior year now, she has um, done the the HRT treatment, the hormone replacement therapy, and mm. she is now competing as a woman. Mm. Um, right. And I mean, some articles, uh, I think in her last race, uh, the 100-yard yeah. freestyle, she finished eighth, right? Mm. And she mm. didn't win. She was not on the podium. But then, if you dig, she actually won quite a few races at this meet, lah. Yeah, I think she right. specializes in two hundred and five hundred uh, yards, uh, so to speak, uh, because they use yards in the US, right? Two hundred and five hundred, yeah. She won those races, I believe, but she also didn't yeah. break the, the the records, the the women's records. She didn't break the women's records, and she finished, uh, you know, out, outside of the podium in her other races, lah. Yeah. Mm. So so then, what is the big debate then? Uh, what, I think what is yeah, the big controversy. So so I think it goes back even further be, before this uh this NCAA uh meet like this swim meet because even within the UPenn school swimming team itself, I think there have mm. been anonymous letters penned by groups by a group of of her teammates that said she shouldn't be competing under the women's team like. Because uh, mm. yeah, I, I didn't realize it myself, but but well, only when I read further into it was that basically he was competing, uh, she was competing, she um, yeah. mm. for almost three years, yeah, almost three years on the the same university's men's team. So um, mm. and and yeah, she she wasn't winning, you know, that kind of uh, those kind of races and everything at at that point in time. She wasn't winning races like she is now, lah. Um, and then uh, when the NCAA, I think what NCAA decided to do about the whole the whole issue of transgender athletes is they decided to leave it up to the individual sporting bodies. That means uh, mm. USA Swimming, go and, you go and decide for yourself what you want about, what you think about transgender athletes and all that. Um, mm. And I believe USA Swimming came back with, uh, they, they need a minimum of three years of hormonal replacement therapy. Yeah. Which which mm. the NCAA ended up like saying no. They only uh let they rejected it and they said just you only need two la. I don't know where I don't know how or why they they came up with those numbers, but that's what they they mandated la, Which 
which meant that Leah Thomas had, uh, yeah, she had undergone more than two and a half, uh, almost two and a half years of hormonal replacement therapy, already, which means that she qualifies uh, to be compete in the NCAA uh, women's team, women's uh, division, uh, the championships. Uh. But um, yeah, so there have been, uh, I think the big question people are asking, how about her team? Yeah, how about her teammates? How about competitors? Uh, there are also other competitors from other schools who say that this is unfair, who say that mm. she is uh, depriving, depriving real biological women of a chance to compete in a sport that they love and and uh, etc. Et so you're seeing a lot of you know debates going on about whether transgender athletes should be allowed. To compete as uh you know uh, as women and, and, and things like that also um yeah that, that's the uh, I I mean I think it's interesting that it hasn't been on the radar all this while on on most people's radar but now it has uh, sort of exploded yeah. into a national conversation uh but why 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 do you think yeah. uh, only now only now then it's become a big deal uh? uh I mean I think it feels like this controversy has been brewing in the US a lot. But mm. uh, maybe it's because everything has been overshadowed by the Ukraine-Russia war. Mm. Uh, at least news coming out of the US. Uh, this feels... I mean, honestly, like now talking about it, it is a huge issue. But when you mm. think about global affairs and all, with uh, people dying in Russia, uh, Ukraine, um, I'm, I'm guessing la, why this didn't maybe reach the heights of like... Uh, I don't know, previous instances around athletes. Also because the NCAA championship is quite a US-centric thing. Right? Mm, correct, correct. Uh, so so that's, that's maybe one reason. Uh, like, how do you come across it? Have you been following along? Because I know you, yeah. you're, you're, you're a sports, uh, you like generally sports news in general, right? Yeah, but swimming is not my, swimming is not really my jam. Uh, but but, but jam, I, I think also part of the reason is because like what you say, the NCAA is actually the springboard for a lot of athletes to be noticed by the Olympic Committee. So mm. uh, I think Leah Thomas her, herself has come out and said that she's hoping to be included in the 2024 women's swimming team that goes to uh, for the Olympics. Uh, where's, where's the next Olympics? Yeah. Do you know Do you know where the next Olympics is? No, 20, I mean where? Uh, Paris. Paris, yeah, Paris. yeah, yeah. So, remember cr- 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 remember cr- Tokyo, the, the, the ceremony? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So I think it's not only a wake-up call for American athletes, but also I think internationally people will be thinking, oh, if there's going to be, you know, uh, a transgender athlete in the women's swimming team, the USA women's swimming team, who, you know, is bigger, stronger, taller, faster, has the biological advantages of being, you know, training as a, as a, as a man for most of her life. Uh, yeah, then, then, you know, what, what, what can they do la, to, to to counter that in the future? So, yeah, then every country will have to start looking at their own policies as well, la, right? About, about yeah, uh, yeah. inclusion of transgender athletes in their, in their competitive swimming or competitive sports teams. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. it's a... Wow, this is a it's a it's a dicey one. It's a dicey one. Because, so, I mean, so I, just, we will put it out there, we put it out there that, that uh, we don't have a a very clear answer on a lot of these things and you know what we say uh, may may cause us to get cancelled or something but we want we seek your understanding yeah. that we are just trying to grapple with uh, what is a very nuanced and very uh, not easy topic to, to cover la. yeah and I mean we are both cis 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 what uh? cis cisgender cis, cisgender males cisgender cis males cisgender heterosexual 
Male male right? Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, just now when wait, I wait, wait, can you can clarify what that means? Cisgender heterosexual male. Uh, cisgender means I identify with the my gender at birth. Yep. Right. Yep. Your biological right. gender, and Biological gender and okay. heterosexual means I am attracted to women, and uh. male means I. No, am it means you're attracted. Heterosexual female. means you're attracted to the opposite sex. Opposite sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. If not, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just clarify. First. Yeah, yeah. So correct, correct. Yes, and male means yeah. I have uh yeah. I'm male. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so the the reason why I thought this was interesting because the one of the first articles that you sent to me was that uh was was looking at the last her last race where she finished eighth mm. um and that same race also had another transgender athlete. Mm. Um, call uh, Isaac Hennig, who is a mm. uh, Yale a Yale swimmer, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, okay, um, it feels like that's one of those instances where, yeah, it's the whole argument about how the the transgender male in a women's sport will dominate the field is 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 proven to be wrong, lah. That you know, mm-hmm. um, there's still a lot. But then when I read up and the fact that um, Leah Thomas has already posted some of the fastest times uh, for women athletes. I think this year, she has mm. broken a few records in other meets. She's on track to potentially beat uh, records by legendary swimmers like Katie Ledecky. Um, mm. Then I was like, whoa, uh, okay, that, that, that last race is not reflective of her whole career. La. And then mm. even before she she uh, underwent the, the the therapy and all, she was posting really fast times in the men's um, uh, competition. No, yeah. uh, during the 2018-2019 season, apparently uh, she recorded the top university men's times in the 500 free, thousand free, and sixteen fifty uh, mm. free. Mm. Is that what, so just she, a question? Uh, just a question. Uh, yeah, especially for people like who you know never encountered the NCAA or, or seen what a college athlete in the US is like. Uh, yeah. Can you, just from your perspective as a, you know, you play hockey at quite a high level in Singapore. Uh, I'm sure you encountered the hockey team in, in UPenn yeah. before and all that, right? Where does, where do you yeah. rank versus those like the NCAA standard of hockey players in the US So all. okay so so this is just anecdotal. Uh okay. Penn did have uh NCAA uh hockey team. I think yeah. they were division 2 and it was just women's mm. la. Yeah. So when I oh, went to Penn only. I was like yeah just women because their men's okay. hockey is ice hockey. Like uh, no there's no there's no yes, there's yes. no men's hockey. There's no, <laughs> no men's, men's hockey. field so, hockey la. Uh, got it, got it. Yeah, okay. no men's field hockey, correct. So it's, it's either field so many, for for men's either field hockey or the the hockey that you play in the arcade the kind of the, the one with the the hockey puck in the arcade. Yeah, that's that's air hockey. Air <laughs> hockey. Air hockey Don't fucking belittle my sport, okay? I am not, that, not happened, <laughs> that happened a lot. Whenever people ask me, oh, what sport do you play? I'm like, yeah, I play hockey. They're like, oh, uh, you mean there's, there's uh, ice hockey in Singapore? I'm like, no, I play field hockey. Then, of course, there were some assholes who were like, oh, so where's your skirt? What does your skirt look like? And <laughs> oh I was like, hey, just shut God. the fuck up, okay? okay. Yeah. So I did try to to find some way to play hockey because yeah like hockey was a big part of my life and mm. um I there was a recreational hockey team uh mm. which was uh women but they were also guys could go and play la. so mm. I went there and I trained with them and they were recreational la, so they weren't the best mm. right but through that I got to know the coach of the 
field hockey NCAA team at Penn. Mm, okay. Um, and I played, I played with him and his uh, peers at some other tournaments outside of school where, where mm. it was men's hockey, indoor mm, hockey. Mm. So I got to know him well and I mean, thankfully I could show that I could play. La. So he mm. actually was trying to get me uh, to be like, to help with the coaching staff for the women's team. Mm, um, and then? Yeah, so... Then, but that didn't work out because I had not represented the school in a in NCAA hockey la, so I couldn't oh. be part of the coaching staff. Oh, the, you mean the or guidelines are so strict? La? Yeah, they were quite strict. So in the end, oh. I thought it would be quite cool la, because then I went to see the, the women play and they were good. La, they were good. But um, if if I could play on the team, it, it, it would be okay. La, like uh, the standard wise. You'd be best player. La. No la, no 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 like they they no. are they are very athletic they are very athletic okay, okay. but um I could definitely compete la, with them because uh, mm. I was I was playing in competitions with the coach who was who was good himself I know so oh, not bad so that means your experience your experience is almost like quite quite re- quite relevant to what we're talking here about men competing in women's women's uh sports huh? Bit, huh? Okay, there's a bit, there's a bit lah, there's a bit. Yeah, because yeah, okay, yeah. so when when I was playing on the recreational team, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, the the girls there, they were they were just playing for like like recreation. So there were a few games that I played with them. So mm. we went to other campuses. There, I don't know if I told you this before, but I traveled yeah. with them to other campuses, and uh. because they were recreational players, they weren't the best. So uh, mm. I I was not bad lah. Right? So oh. at other schools. Because I used to wear my hockey jersey and then like I like played for secondary school so there was like raffles, you know, the school name on the back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I used to get heckled, no? I used to get oh, heckled. Like in the, the stands, it was like, yo, raffles, you know, go home, you fucking playing with girls and shit. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> I mean, I was like, because the, the teams weren't, weren't the best so then I would just call. Uh. Oh. <laughs> so, but and after, then you, you'll after be, few, you'll then happy, you'll be like the hero. <laughs> If you're a hero, then all the girls all worship after that, is it? No, it was a fucking weird experience because none of that happened. You know, like, okay. um, they, they were all super nice, but there was enough times where during the warm-up, I would, I made one of my teammates cry because I hit the ball and they hit a hand. Oh, man. Um, Horrible. So after a while, I was like, okay, I, maybe, maybe I'll just focus on like playing recreational football. Uh, so, okay. so that was my, my experience with hockey. So, so there is... A lot of stringent requirements once you mm. go to the NCAA la. Got it, got Super it. Super stringent. But, uh, but I mean, you, you would experience. say, yeah, you would say the, the, the NCAA athletes are, are pretty high level la, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty high level. Like if they came level. to Singapore and played, they definitely oh, yeah, would they, be, they would, yeah. well, they would be what, school team at least or, or national Co- team? No, right? I think because they're very physical, like even football, mm. right? NCAA mm. football, the footballers are, are good mm. and they're super physical, dude. Mm. So talking about soccer, soccer, American soccer. Oh, yeah. so, it's soccer no, in America. Uh, yeah, yeah. Football, American uh, football. Yeah, is soccer, soccer. Soccer, okay. Uh, soccer. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they are big. So even yeah. you can be skillful, you can gaelic, gaelic, all. They are huge. Yeah. So so they come to Singapore, they would definitely dominate. La. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This, this, that means this guy must be, for him to have competed on the men's team. I mean, this guy, sorry, Leah Thomas. La. For her to have competed yeah, yeah. Uh, on the men's team, uh, she, she must have been like pretty, pretty, pretty good, really, la. Like, like really high level. Yeah, really, mm. yeah, pretty good. And and I mean, she was swimming all the way, uh, like since high school, which is their yeah, secondary school, mm. 
Yeah, um, yeah. And even in the high school swimming championships, uh, she was placing like sixth or or in the in the top ten line. She began swimming mm. at the age of five. So why mm. why we are providing all this context um, is where like I think it forms a lot of the <laughs> my perspectives on this la, mm. Uh, mm. about whether or not it makes sense for her to to compete and whether the guidelines should allow it um, mm. because it's been polarizing not just amongst the neutrals who are not swimmers even ex Olympic champions from the US they apparently had quite a few closed door anonymous discussions mm. to kind of find a way to to make it a bit harder for her to compete la. and one example mm. was because you know you mentioned that 36 month number yeah um, three years there right. was a yeah three years there was there was a there was a meeting between uh let's see yeah uh, it was it was yeah with with previous swim champions and and it was one of those anonymous things and they agreed to that 36 year 36 months of hormone therapy would be the requirement but then they it didn't push through because it was discovered that that 36 number was a bit too close to the number that Leah Thomas would have done hormone therapy for, which was 34 months mm. at the point of the NCAA championships. I see. So then the optics of it look like, hey, why is it 36 months? This new rule coming up. I see. I see. So in the end, the NCAA, they bypassed that like, because that was recommended by the USA Swimming uh, uh, Organization. Like. Yeah, yeah. So it's polarizing. Mm. Um, and so after all that context, after all that context, what are your thoughts as a cisgender male speaking from a totally different country uh, mm. who who not professional swimmer and all that la, about uh, this whole the, the kerfuffle yeah I think uh, as some of the athletes who have also come forward have said la, they are yeah. not transphobic they respect uh, Leah Thomas's right to you know to live as as the gender she she identifies with la, right so she yeah. respects her identity to, to you know, uh, do whatever the hell she wants, uh, basically, and not be judged yeah, for yeah, it. And yeah. In fact, they support it. They support uh, LGBTQ uh, causes and, and equality and everything. Uh, um, yeah. But, but what a lot of what they're saying is that uh, just in this instance of uh, sports and athletics, that's where maybe uh, there needs to be some change. Yeah. Uh, and they're not saying stop her from being an athlete. They're saying our institutions have not caught up with the times yet. Uh, they're saying mm. uh, what what is happening is that uh, someone who competed as a man is now com- competing as a as a as a woman. When these actual divisions of men and women are so are so old school and archaic already, la, Maybe there needs to be new rules or needs to be a new division or for transgender athletes or something like that, where 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 basically, you know, we respect their their right to to live and to exist and be to be recognized and to compete and to compete for medals and all that. It's just not in with this with these very uh, so called just divisions of you're either a man or a woman, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. That, that's where I, I I I when I said there's a bit of nuance in there is that uh, yeah like when you hear that oh her, her teammates complain or another athlete complained you know that there's actually they actually go. Put a lot of effort to say that they actually support um, her as a person and everything, but it's just for the sport itself. It's, it's it just seems like something very uh, unfair, lah. You know, um, 
Yeah. And 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 especially for something like swimming, like, right? I mean, uh, I'll talk about another sport later, but but say swimming is especially, you know, you're breaking records that have stood that have stood the test of time because, you know, like it's always been uh traditionally, you know, it was it's always been harder for female athletes to to uh I mean everything like the glass ceilings, everything they have to fight through in order to become female athlete, professional female athletes or anything, like right? And then all that is yeah. basically a lot a lot of them are very worried that the sport is changing right before their eyes and they they and the institutions are not really are washing their hands off of uh doing anything about it lah. Uh, so I, I, I sort of uh, empathize with that viewpoint uh, as well. Uh, that, you know, sometimes legislation and institutions need a lot of time to catch up, uh, right? With, with mm. changes in society and all these things. But uh, the ones who are suffering are those, are the ones who are living in the present moment, uh, the athletes who are, you know, you, you finish ninth in the women's, in women's heats and you realize like, oh, because one of them was, uh, you know, someone that you you feel wasn't shouldn't be eligible to 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 compete in your division, lah, right? So yeah, yeah. That, that's why you feel like that, lah, because you've trained your whole life and and you fought through the class ceilings and all that. So I I, I really do feel for for some of these people as well, lah. But 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 um, I mean, I, I don't want to keep bringing up his name, lah, but. But Joe Rogan did bring up a point one time that made me think. Dun, dun, dun. I know, I, I know, everyone on this on, who listens to us loves Joe Rogan a lot, as evidence yeah. in the Reddit thread. But he did bring up okay, you're, you're, okay, swimming fine. But when you start talking about something like mixed martial arts, where people are punching each other in the face for a living, right? Then you you take a mm. yeah, you take a ex male mixed martial arts athlete and you put him in the women's division, and that punching power that that you know that that just the hip strength, the the core strength, and thing yeah. it's just a different level, right? Um, yeah, then yeah. that's where it gets really dicey because you're talking about people's lives uh, being at stake. Not even, okay, don't say people like live or die from an MMA fight, but the threat of a concussion or, you know, something very, very serious happening to to you because your 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 body was is not trained to to take punches like that, right? Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's where you get, it gets dangerous. But I mean, even besides MMA, you go, you let's go further down the line, boxing, or, or even like you know, like uh, any any contact sport like football or whatever, lah, right? That's where it starts. Mm. To, you start to have to think about okay, bone structure and the body structure and all these things that that can affect how people actually uh, play on on the field, lah. So so that's where it's yeah. uh yeah. Even I, I it's it's I'm still struggling to 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 see how this uh, divide can be healed, lah, so to speak. Yeah, because I mean, the the thing is like, uh, there's this one very long uh, article done by uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, which mm. we will put a, a link to in the show notes, and it's called mm. "I Am Leah: The Trans Swimmer Dividing America Tells a Story." La. so mm. it's quite long. It talks about um, the one of the few interv- one of the this is one of the few interviews that she's given because mm. um, she's gotten a lot of hate online. Um, yeah. her teammates have also been sucked into it uh, to the point where her the, the coach has told the her teammates that when you go to other campuses and all just don't wear your your school jersey because mm. there's a lot of people who would slant, uh, throw slanders at you yeah, the protesters um, like right outside the arena right now at, in, yeah, at, yeah. at the swim meet itself yeah yeah, but not that many lah. Like a, a small number. Mm, it's small not like bunch, a huge yeah. protest, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I think, but you can imagine if this goes to the Olympics and all, it will be a a big bigger conversation lah. But mm. looking at this, wow! Like I also feel that 
I I just from this the perspective that the only perspective that I can share. I also think that this is sounds a bit. How 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 does this how is this fair lah? Um, mm. in the sense that 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 for for swimming especially where it is a very how you say uh, for for sports where it is all about the timing and because even MMA you know there's a layer of skill right mm. Um, mm. you get some because you're bigger because you're stronger doesn't mean you're a better MMA fighter. Mm, right, mm, mm. Uh, but for something like swimming or sprinting or athletics, I think even the research shows. Because if you Google, like, um, generally, one up, 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 across the board, uh, I'm looking at this one article by the Atlantic, and they say across the board for atle- athletics and swimming, the women's timings are like 90% on average of the men's timings, lah. Right. Mm, mm. Um, and I think why that matters is because. When you're training anything, right? If you're training with people who are better than you, tangibly, your level also gets get increases, lah. You know the whole mm. thing. Uh, you're like the average of the five people you spend time with the most, personality-wise. Mm. I think when it comes to sports and competence or skill, that also matters. So if your whole life you've been training with people who are on average more likely to be superior physically compared to the other sex. You have a huge advantage, right? And and this is not even taking into account that I think the long the long article also says there were certain groups trying to uh, prove that as a biological male you tend to have bigger arms, bigger feet, mm. which could affect swimming, lah, right? So yeah. with all yeah. that, then it feels like is this one of those things where for the Ivy League committee, it's almost like they cannot say no to this because then mm. they will mm. be labeled as transphobia, transphobic. Mm. Um, and that's where I feel. Yeah, like is this is this just kind of like a uh, what's the thought process behind this uh, and how it can be allowed? Uh, because she was dominate uh, on the path to dominating in the men's area. Go, mm. uh, she crosses over. She's starting to dominate. Yeah, if I was a female athlete, I would imagine like yo man. Yeah, like what you said, training your whole life for this and. It almost feels like okay. There's so many things they have you have had to gone go through already, mm. and then now this, wow, wow. Mm. But I don't know whether they'll get us cancelled, lah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's a tough one, lah. Right, and and I think that uh, I, I I I for every study that you find that yeah, there is a huge biological advantage to being male or that you probably can find a a study that Something that counters that. <laughs> the converse, lah. But uh, but yeah, what you say is true is that the fact that that Leah Thomas did even train for three years with the men's team and compete for three years with the men, that that already gives you a sort of a competitive advantage, really, right? That you're allowed to train with the men, like like what you said, like you could even you could even be allowed to coach a division two team because you did not represent the, uh, you know, you not did not play coll- uh, at a college collegiate level and all So 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 the yeah. somehow yeah lah the. Somehow, yeah, like they, you are able to skirt around some of these some of these uh, administrative hurdles because of your because of the change of your uh because of your transition. Then that that does feel a bit um yeah like like you know uh it does. I can see how it feels unfair from a female athlete's perspective. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you you can see as a male, you can see the female perspective. Is it, Terence? 
No, no, absolutely. Because I think <laughs> there's also some criticism that the they they are just whining like these female athletes. Yeah. They just need to train harder. They just need to train harder. They just need to, you know, buck up and then and stop com- stop complaining about the competition, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like, the truth is, everyone is only, only we're all limited in time and resources and all these things. And uh, yeah, like, for the women, if they have a chance to train with uh you know the the men's team or like they're just generally train with a stronger competition uh there's a good chance that all of them also would, would perform uh better as well like, right uh, yeah if, if mean, they were if they were challenged more every day during training and all that like, right because you can tell someone to train like i'm sure that if both you and i train for five years there's no way we'll be as fast as usain bolt right? yeah exactly. even 10 yeah. years 20 years, if we fucking throw Yalabot away and everything else yeah. and we say we're going to train sprinting, yeah. there's a limit. La. And correct, correct. so what, what what I feel makes it a lot more complicated is if you read that article, because um, just now you know you said that some of her teammates as well, they want to support transgen- uh, transgender individuals. They want to mm. like uh, put, like lobby for um, a lot of things that the, the community themselves want, but mm. they might not want uh, Leah Thomas to swim in the women's uh, category. La. So, mm. Leah Thomas herself has been quoted in this article saying that, okay, that argument is disingenuous. La. There is no such thing as half support. Either you mm. back her fully as a woman or you don't. The very mm. simple answer is that I'm not a man, I'm a woman, so I belong on the women's team. Trans people deserve the same respect every other athlete gets. So, when I read that, I was like, wow, uh, that I think makes it a little more complicated la, because... Mm. If you in the article, she also details all the struggles that she went through trying to figure out who exactly she was, what her gender is, and there was a lot that she went through. Mm. But then when she says something like that, then I feel like, huh? Can you really not? Is it really that binary? Is it really you have to support everything or you cannot? Because I also would consider myself someone who supports LGBTQ plus rights um, mm. and and e- equality. But this one, if you ask me, I don't support lah. Mm, but yeah, where and, does and that where does where does that put me la? And then then it feels like if it's really that black and white, then how how is the conversation going to happen? You know. Yeah, and and it kind of uh shows a lack of empathy for for the her her female teammates like, right? And like I mentioned, yeah. you, even you and I cisgender heterosexuals here, we acknowledge that women have a much tougher road when it comes to you know. Uh, wanting to compete to be professional athletes and and like uh the the pay gap in in you know men's and women's sports and things like that lah right we we totally yeah, acknowledge exactly. that there are all these issues but uh to to yeah then to just say that oh if you are then if you but if you're complaining you are you are like a hater you okay. are, yeah you are, exactly it's zero or hundred it's either you you're on the right side or you're on the wrong side and that's just like hmm that that kind of yeah so I mean in some way. You know the we we talk about um help you know helping women break through the gla- glass ceiling and all that I think that that that's what a lot of these female athletes are already doing like, right but yeah. uh when something like that happens it almost when something like that is said about them it almost belittles the efforts then they just they just called whiny little little snowflakes or not training hard enough and all that like, right yeah that's why. Oh, yeah. it just feels like oh, this is damn tricky, and I'm I'm just tricky. curious how other people would when you're listening to this is what we're saying like making you cringe, uh, like mm. what the fuck are they talking about? I hope not lah, and I hope if you feel that, please please head on over to our Reddit to to kind of 
share with us your perspective. Like, because even when we were talking about this yeah. with Terrence, Sammy, this was like, I want to talk about this, but it's holy shit, it's a spicy. mind feel. Yeah, this is tricky. It's a mind feel. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. And, and yeah, but that I, doesn't I guess, mean we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, that doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, and then I, I, I can imagine the mood on campus also somewhat. Uh, you know, it's probably not, it, I'm sure Leah Thomas gets a lot of uh, attention, you know, even just going around to her classes and all that because of because of who she is and all that. Uh, yeah, So, exactly. you know, it, it's a stress. It's, Leah, it's Thomas, stressful. Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. Like, yeah, like, it's stressful for her as well, yeah. Like, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, it's was, not easy. La, not easy. The article was quite illuminating in her own struggles because she did struggle a lot right from the end of, like, start of university, I think. That was when she, she almost be- went into depression, la, which is a big fucking thing. But then, and that's worth talking about, but wow, this whole thing is is dicey. Yeah. Dicey. Yeah. Dicey. Yeah, man. But uh yeah. Cool. Cool. So I mean that was a very, very big serious topic. And uh <laughs> from talking about athletes, we now talk about something very closely related, which is uh fast food. <laughs> something yeah, athletes man. something athletes probably don't eat at all. But yeah, what yeah. is this story about fast food that we that we have? <laughs> The story is apparently, I don't know whether this is true or not. It sounds a bit too ridiculous that, you know, with the whole exodus from Western companies uh, leaving Russia, Mm. um, McDonald's is one of them, right? Mm. Uh, There were pictures of like the last minute uh, uh, dash to get uh, McDonald's, the long queues in Russia, which were reminiscent of when like um like from the nineties I think mm. uh when the first McDonald's opened, so now apparently there's gonna be a Russian fast food restaurant chain that will replace mm. McDonald's in Russia. Yeah. Um. But what is the funny thing about this restaurant, Terence? Uh, I think the restaurant's called Uncle Vanya, and they have uh, found a trademark uh for a logo for the the fast food business Uncle Vanya fast food business. That is essentially the McDonald's logo turned 90 degrees on its side and then with a line drawn down to make it a B instead of an M. So a lot of people have been calling out the logo saying that hey, this is like, this is just basically McDonald's, another version of McDonald's. Lah, and, and you know what they're going to do next? Like KFC, Kremlin Fried Chicken or, or what, lah, you know? So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it sounds almost, it sounds really ridiculous. So I had the same thought as you as in, I needed to check whether it was real first, lah. Yeah. But is it? Is it like from what you found? It's uh, just the trademark has been filed. Yeah, la. that's that's what I found. It's just that the trademark has been filed. It hasn't been confirmed <laughs> that they're gonna go with this or or anything. I mean, people have suggested that Uncle Vanya, which is a restaurant chain in the in the Russia, should take over mm. the McDonald's uh chains. Uh, should take over McDonald's locations. Uh. But whether they're actually going to go eh? ahead. Yeah, they should. Whether they should go oh. ahead with that logo and all is another question. La. Or maybe it's just filed in jest. La. I'm not sure. I'm not very sure itself. Yeah. So it's an existing chain of restaurants really that already is popular in Russia, is it? Yeah, Uncle Vanya. Yeah. Apparently. Uncle Vanya. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, fuck. So, <laughs> so it's just, I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. La. But, you know, like, now. Like the, every day there's updates about what's coming up with uh, mm. Ukraine and Russia and on a yep, more yep. serious note it really feels like things are not slowing down mm. um, and that Russia is still fucking uh, going all out mm. and I don't know man it almost feels like they are they are confident enough of 
themselves, their country, their resources to go like, you know what, fuck the world. We don't need mm. any of them. Um, mm. Because we have seen this sort of like, how you say, uh, copying uh, even in China, you know, when, mm. when the, you, you don't have YouTube, you have uh, Yoku, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you don't have tele, uh, Instagram, you have, what, what are other things like, like Line Twitter, and all Twitter, Weibo, they have Weibo instead of uh, uh, Twitter. And, and yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So then probably maybe it's taken from a page from the China, China playbook. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Presidency is probably like, you don't need to give a fuck about all this. Just do your own. Yeah. Just do your own. Do your own. You know, like regulate it and fund it yourself and, and you know, prevent foreigners from coming. So, I, I mean, yeah, maybe it's, but it's also, it could also just be having to put up an appearance, right? You know, in terms yeah. of, uh, because the, the international sanctions have been coming very hard and fast. To, towards Russia from the international community. I think we've talked about a lot yeah. of international companies pulling out or closing their short stores. So Russia kind of has to, you know, they're back to this corner where they are fighting a war that is taking probably longer than they they hoped it would take. And they suffered more casualties than they hoped that they would they have to suffer. Uh, plus, yeah. yeah, the international backlash as well. Uh, so if there's anything they can control, it's probably the PR the PR side of things, like the official PR. So like, oh, no yeah. McDonald's? Okay, then Uncle Uncle Vanya yeah. it is. <laughs> because because if you listen to excerpts from, I mean, even in Russia, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's outcries against the, uh, toward the, the against the, what, what the Kremlin is doing with the war and all that. But you yeah. also get supporters of what Putin's doing, no? Like it's, mm. I can. I think it's the people, uh, the the older generation, the ones the excerpts at least I've heard lah. Because mm. for them, you know, Putin kind of like brought Russia up to where it is, and they trust him a lot lah. So I yeah. think if Uncle Vanya opens with that logo, they're, they're still going to get a good number of people. And Russia yeah. is a fucking huge country. It yeah. is huge, um, yeah. population wise, uh, land mass size. So they, anyone starts, they can sustain themselves. I think in mm. Singapore, you know, you think, oh, you only if you got one restaurant, what is like it's tough, lah. Like, you know, you always hear the thing, oh, Singapore small market, it is a small market, but in Russia, right? If you can capture the local market, you're solid already. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So right. I mean, maybe so, maybe like COVID, also, yeah, maybe in some sense, COVID also helped the decision, lah. Like, that yeah, lah. Like, if we're gonna get isolated from the rest of the world, then yeah, like, then so be it, lah. Like. Then we we will go ahead with whatever we we want to do. And, and, and yeah, figure exactly. out what to do. What uh, figure out how to fill these gaps when, when these gaps appear, lor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you look at it. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, now it's been how many weeks really? Yeah, like mm. three weeks maybe. I think, it's yeah. still fucking crazy when you think about it. Like I think the latest, uh, this morning, twenty first March, is that, uh, Russia has kind of. Uh, like is pushing Ukraine, the the Ukraine army in Mariupol to lay down arms, um, mm. so that they can be like a, a green green zone for the civilians to be evacuated. Like, and they give a timeline by oh five hundred hours Moscow time. Then I'm like, what shit, man? It is still, it is still at that kind of like tension, like, And you just watch, yeah. you like, it's crazy, it's crazy, fucking yeah. crazy. And then you see yeah. nonsense like this come out. Yeah. So, so sure. yeah, I, I, the things I don't even know if this is uh, a real uh, because you know Russia has a very has a very strong cyber army like, right? Whether it's hackers or yeah. misinformation being put out there, as as suppose that supposedly swayed the twenty sixteen elections 
in Trump's favor and everything. Like, so you also don't know how yeah. real this information is, especially if it's coming out of Russia. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And then now the anonymous hacker group is really is really threatening threatening Russia. Yeah. Um yeah. and kind of like uh yeah, like they are also waging a cyber war on Russia. Like. Mm. So it's just fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And I feel bad even for the like, Russian people who, who like McDonald's and all that. Because you know, McDonald's has become such a staple for a lot of people in in uh in developing all developed countries, like, right? It's yeah, a, and it's like a go-to for you know, whether it's for a quick fix or for young kids and all that. So to suddenly just have that takeaway from you is tough, man. It just so happened that I had uh, McGriddles on over the weekend. Mm, mm, mm. Like I haven't had McGriddles for damn long. Uh, yeah. I ordered McDonald's and yeah, like just weird, weird. Yeah, weird times. McDonald's so. at come out of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, but okay. but yeah, that's a uh, cool. That's our goofy topic. But uh, maybe, maybe yeah. we can end on a happier note, which is, uh, yeah. what is your one short comment for the last, few, last uh, week or so? One short comment is more like a, a series of comments because last mm. week, uh, we posted something on our Instagram just saying, hey, you know, we are lining up our next few guests. Can we just get some suggestions on which guests to you like to see on? Uh? This was on Instagram. Mm. And mm. a lot of people give suggestions. Mm. Um, of so course, what, uh, because in the caption, yeah. I mean, in the caption of the post, uh, I did put that, you know, Elon Musk is already on the list. Like, you know, mm. um, of course, don't know, uh, I'll leave that to you whether you want to believe it or not. But uh, some of the suggestions we got were like uh, Kumar, uh, mm. Professor Walid, uh, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, um, and... Yeah, just just uh, Sharul and I was just pleased like that you know our Instagram page is still growing, it's still young, but mm. people are engaged, man, and giving us suggestions. So so yeah, yeah. shout out to that. There's, there are others I won't go through the whole list, but, but yeah, it was gracias for the suggestions, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, because, I think yeah, having, that's what we do. We guests, do want to do. Yeah, yeah having guests does help mix up things a bit. Especially slow news weeks like last week. Yeah, yeah that's. I think some people could tell from our podcast last week that we were we were struggling to to get through it. Yeah, I think yeah, the authors I, generated some debate. Yeah, I saw the. Yeah, I was looking at the comments. I was like, zero comments about Kanye West, Kim yeah. Kardashian, and Pete Davidson. So, okay, it was people authors. are responding well. Yeah, it was authors, but yeah. Right. Well, what about you? Uh? What's what's your uh, yeah no yeah about the authors? I think uh, Stale Roti made a wanted to came out to make a point that it was uh it'd be very sad if we tried to regulate what authors do and and you know it's, it's especially during the pandemic we saw how necessary it is to live in a country where we can be around nature and also see it thrive la, which I think is a great yeah. point. You know, a lot of people have rediscovered the the greener spaces in Singapore. Uh, and these mm. animals like otters and boars are just part of the package deal and it, you know then I think still Roti says an example you know in, like in Europe uh, you, like especially in rural areas there are a lot of foxes that will attack chickens and, and whatever uh, wildlife like, like you, you keep in your farm or your backyard or whatnot right so yeah, yeah. yeah you need to make sure that your fences around your coop make sure the foxes can't come in and and if they do, yeah la, they, they that means your defenses are not good enough, lah. You know? So uh I think Still Roti here is advocating for people to fence up their 
Their koi ponds a bit more. <laughs> up their koi ponds. Uh, yeah, with a bit more rigid defenses, lah, rather than than blaming everyone or blaming nature for whatever happens. Uh. Then, then you never think about the koi fish. Maybe they don't want to have like cages around them. Uh, maybe yeah. they will think about the other koi fish in other ponds, thinking, "Hey, yo, why, why the fuck now we can't look at the sky, uh, yeah. uh without cage, right? Yeah, you never so think about yeah. the the koi rights. Okay, so yeah, so it'll rights. be a bit like the. It'll be a bit like the supercar tax like that, lah. If you can't afford to go and like, buy, you know, this custom <laughs> yeah, built, custom built, like yeah. uh, one, you press one button and then the sky opens up for the the pond and everything. If you can't afford to yeah, build that, yeah. then maybe you, yeah, maybe you just really shouldn't have a pond outside, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, lah. Right. Exactly. exactly <laughs> unless you just yeah. want to like, yeah, lah. <laughs> unless you only want to have like frogs and tadpoles in your pond and that's it, lah. Nothing else. Or like a koi tax lah, then you can mm. get like uh, a free installation of security camera, like uh, um, just to to help you keep keep a lookout for your for your koi lah. Correct, correct, correct. Koi yeah. insurance is that? Does you know for pet insurance? There is pet insurance, right? There is this. Yeah, pet insurance. I'm not sure about um koi though. I never heard of fish insurance so much. Uh. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm sure there is. Uh. if you're paying that much, if you're paying that much, but now I don't know whether it covers like being <laughs> eaten by otters. Uh. Alter attack, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But cool, man. And uh, what right. is your one right, shot thing right. that you encountered this uh, last week? My one shot thing was um, cause like <laughs> I mean now part of the wedding uh, prep is like looking for wedding songs and stuff mm. like that. So I just mm. been going through my list of like uh like songs that I've saved or live performances that I've saved, and I came across this one that I haven't watched for a long time. It's a it's a clip of this uh, African. Wait, uh, let me let me get it correct. It's a sub-Saharan musical group um, mm. from Mali, lah, uh, called okay. Tinariwan. Tinariwan. Um, and okay. I saw them perform live in Singapore a few years ago, and oh, yeah, their yeah, music yeah. is fucking great. And they look like they they are like a desert band, lah. So even uh-huh. their get up is all that kind of desert. Uh, wardrobe desert costumes and they play electric guitars and their story literally was like yeah a bunch of them just found some disposed of guitars and they learned in 1979 so there's just this one clip on Stephen Kobe where they performed this one song I'm not so sure what the name is but it's such an amazing song um, I don't know what they're saying um, yeah. but it's it's great lah. And, and it just blows my mind the way they perform and if you read out about them you look at the pictures they look like badasses Tina everyone oh. How come I, I sounds very familiar? Like Maybe I've told that, you about it before last time. Because when I went to see them, they came to Singapore. I think like twenty seventeen. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you read the early years on Wikipedia. Tinariwan was founded by Ibrahim Ak Al Habib, who at age four witnessed the execution of his father, a Tuareg rebel, during a nineteen sixty three uprising in Mali. And as a child, he saw Western films in which cowboys played a guitar. He built his own guitar out of a plastic water can stick and some fishing wire. <laughs> wow, that's and, crazy, man. And that's how it started. So so then you and now they travel around the world, or at least pre-COVID they did. It's yeah. in, it's insane, like it's insane. It's so cool. Oh. Tinariwan. Tinariwan. Yeah. How do you spell that again? Yeah. T-I-N-A-R-I-W-E-N. T-R uh, T sorry, what? T-I-N-A. T I R I R I W E N. Yeah. W-E-N. Ah, I see, I see. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, they look uh, like badasses, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, my yeah. one-shot cool. thing is actually just uh, 
uh, old school, very old school video game that, that I only just played recently. It's uh, Streets of Rage 4. Um, and if that wow. name is familiar, I think if you if you grew up in the 90s and played Streets of Rage 1 or 2 or 3, uh, yeah, you would probably have heard of Streets of Rage 4 already. But I only just got to play over the weekend. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just of that kind of nineties kind of uh, gameplay where you're just like bashing buttons and 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 two D screen, just walking around a bit like a metal slug ish kind of thing. Yeah, that, oh and then you shit. play. I think yeah, I, you pr- I think I played one of the versions. Yeah, Street of Rage two oh, I think two was the most yeah, famous Street one. Street of Rage two. Yeah, yeah, Street yeah. Rage, oh shit! So there's a there's a Street of Rage four already, which where they retain most of the gameplay and the, the kind of pixelated graphics and all that lah. So it's a uh, oh it's, shit! It's a lot of uh, stupid fun uh, and and you can play with a friend and you can still punch each other and get frustrated with each other and everything. So so it's a uh, yeah that old school fun. I, I oh. enjoyed it a lot over the weekend. Yeah, because Streets of Rage Two was known also as Bare Knuckle Two. That was correct, what correct, I played. Knuckle, so it's the same yes, thing. Bare Knuckle, same thing, same thing. Oh yeah, bare my knuckle, that's god! Right. Yeah, Fuck, so man, this is insane. Yeah, yeah. So oh. it's 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 been out for a while already. Like. It's just that I only, only just recently. Just picked it up and played it. So I finished it. So over you the played weekend. on PS, is it? You played on PS. Um, no, I, I played it on uh, Switch. Switch, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, so, like you say, you spend time with the kid. You're playing video games, probably with your kid just on your lap, you know, no, like no, 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 calling no, no. for kid, your attention. All then you're like, the yeah, kid is, yeah. I'm playing video already game. Asleep by then, already. Playing video game. I need you need to de-stress. <laughs> you need to decompress when you got kids. So don't <laughs> listen to this this guy. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like one of those people who uh, who cause you to want to go and commit suicide if you if you're too stressed. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, don't give me the shit, uh. don't, by, don't, by don't shaming just... you by shaming you for having hobbies. <laughs> you shame you for having hobbies. Either you're doing work or you're doing your you're, you're taking care of kids. Kid or work, kid or work. Yeah. you cannot do anything else. Exactly. Okay? exactly. Don't tell me playing video game or exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, so shit, do but check it out cool, if, man. You, if you can. Yeah, I think PC also can. Awesome. You can also play on a PC. So if you have a PC, you can play it too. Yep. Wow, that's cool. Nice. Cool, man. All right. All right. Monday. All right. Cool. Monday down. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. <laughs>